Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 93rd episode of the Talking with a Dad podcast this evening. Stevie, how are we doing? Doing pretty good, man. It's a good pre-show. Energy's good. Vibe's good. Uh, medication good. is working in spite of the uh, side effects that I'm experiencing right now. And uh, what, do you, what kind of medication are you on? What the hell? Uh, it's called crack, and I get it. Ah, <laughs> yeah, by the sketchy guy from the corner, right? He's a pharmacist, and he's a <laughs> street pharmacist. <laughs> Doing good, man. Uh, we don't have much going on here tonight, We've, but I got to tell you the stuff we are going to talk about, or at least one of the it's topics. Gonna be, both of them are going to be pretty long-winded, I feel like. Yeah, I feel yes, like both of them are pretty long-winded. <laughs> um, which one you want to bury your head into first? Oh, I, we're not going to do like the preamble that we normally do? Uh, the whole. Well, wait, 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 what, you, uh, wait, wait, food. Yeah, what'd you eat? Fuck that. We're talking about food. I had beef stew tonight, and it was amazing. It was supposed to eat it last night, uh, but the meat wasn't uh, falling apart yet. Tender. It was cooked, but it wasn't tenderized. So we had I had that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner this morning. And that's, I'm happy. That's ridiculous. That's that is a lot of beef stew. Now, beef stew is very good. Very good. Yeah. It has been very – the weather has been very good in New York the last yes. week. It's yes. been incredible. I still have ice outside. I still have like there are still spots in my yard that have three feet of snow. By the way, how much snow oh. that we had piled up, um, but the weather has been fucking incredible. I went to go get my car washed the other day. Right. There was a ninety person line. I, I'm I, sure. I looked at it and I was like, I'll fucking wait until the middle of summer or some shit. I could wash it myself. This is this is dumb. There were so yeah. many people there. Uh, and then what else? What else was going on? The weather's just been so nice. It's been great. Dude, the, the other day I was outside of the school and I was just walk, getting ready to walk in and I realized how nice it was. And I just took an extra lap around the school, like yeah, literally yeah. around the whole around the whole building. I was That's like, this weird. is amazing. What? Weird. What's weird about a grown man walking around a school enjoying the weather? No, we're not going to answer that question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lots of things. Lots One, of things. Two, three, four. <laughs> no, nah, man, it, it's been it's been a relaxing week, man, and uh, it's been a nice week. Man. Know, it's been a really really nice week. People are getting vaccinated. Finally, my mom got vaccinated. My mother both shots. Uh, no, she got her first shot, and she's getting her second one on April first, I believe. Okay. And my mother in law is getting hers uh, fairly soon here. Movie theaters have opened up in the city. Doesn't matter to me because I'm not going down. Don't there. care. But some type of normalcy seems to be creeping back in yeah. into into life. You know, politicians are still talking ill of each other. My life is Wonderful. pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Meghan Markle found racism, discovered it, undiscoverable uh, dude, in I, the monarchy. I have no interest in, in in a royal family whatsoever. I couldn't give two shits. We beat them. We'll be, we beat them twice. I feel like uh, we'll beat them we'll again. Do it again. We'll beat them. We'll beat them a fucking. We'll beat them a, a third time. Uh, yeah, if we have to, in My, France, fuck France, fuck France, the, fuck the Parisians specifically, and the French Canadians. Yeah, those <laughs> you George, you're cool. <laughs> no, fuck him too. He's probably really, he's also probably good at Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yeah. My mom is fully vaccinated now, um, right. so that's that's a solid. Uh, me and my sister both have the first shot. So, yeah, I mean, vac the vaccine front is going really well. Uh, who would have thunk? I would have had, I don't know how many people have had to explain how a, how a 24-year-old, uh, fairly healthy person got a vaccine before anybody else. But that is not, not up to me to fucking, you know, make you think of think any different. I would have just told him it's because of the elephantitis in my penis. <laughs> just okay, that's a good one. That's a good <laughs> like one. 
It's uh, you know, it's gonna kill me. It's and your daughter. Ooh, but that's a good point. That's a good point. I I picked up a new book. I haven't, got, I haven't gotten to start reading it yet, but let's see what do we get. So it's a, it's gonna be boring for you, but it's a book called All Corvettes Are Red. It's about how the I think the C five Corvette was made. The C four Corvette was out for like like 20 years and then the engineers just like built this car on the side and then it became the production car so there's right. a book written on that it's an older book but uh i got it off a of recommendation so excited to read that we'll get that done in the next next week or two so that's gonna be that's cool. yeah we'll finally get our book challenge done we'll we're, we're closing I'm still here. way ahead i'm still way ahead <laughs> By two whole pages. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I read a lot of pages of fucking Lord of the Rings, and I just I watched yeah, the movies, pre- and I was done with it. Yeah, prelude, you're just like hmm, no, I read the first <laughs> two chapters. Yeah, we're out of the Shire. Oh, okay, yeah, you did get pretty deep. Did you read the like the introduction and all that stuff, or did you skip right through that stuff? Mm, I, yeah, I read from like right from the opening of the book. You're a better man than me. I always have this moral struggle when I open a book. Like if I if I pay for it physical copy, I'm like. Do I read this? Do I really care that this guy's dedicating this to his mother? Did I need to know that this other guy was his friend and that's why he gets to do the opening in the book? Let's jump right to the action. Let's know why these hobbits. Why right, jump right right to chapter three. Yeah. What's going on here? Why doesn't anything make sense? This book is stupid. <laughs> yeah, just throw it out. Two pages in. Yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, I mean uh, we should so we did have some fights, right? Before we jump into topic one, we had we some did, fights. We did. We had, I think we, we got some fights coming up tomorrow. Right? Oh yeah, uh, Bilal Muhammad is fighting um, Leon Edwards. It's a good fight, actually. Um, yeah. I feel like so. There's a chance uh, Bilal surprises us a little bit, yeah. but I do feel like Leon Edwards is going to outclass him a little bit. It's been yeah. almost two years since Leon Edwards was in the in the octagon last, so you know we'll yeah. see. Uh, I think he's going to come out like a, a technical bat out of hell. I, I, agree. I agree. I agree. I don't know who else is fighting on that card. I don't either, man. But here's the fight they should have made. Leon Edwards is at. Oh, I know why Wonderboy didn't want to do it. But Leon, Leon Edwards is technically ranked higher than him. I would have had Leon Edwards versus Wonderboy. I think Wonderboy is. I don't think Wonderboy uh, is still hurt. Is he still hurt? Is he still? Oh, that's right. He hurt he, his foot. Last or, fight or his hand, or didn't he shit out of that guy, or didn't he break <laughs> his hand or something? For punching the shit out of that yeah, guy, that's like a good that. injury. Uh, Misha Sirkanov is fighting Ryan Spann. Uh, right. Dan Ige is fighting Gavin Tucker. Yeah, nothing. Right. Eric Anders is fighting Darren Stewart. Angela Hill is fighting Ashley Yoder as the uh, the headliner on the prelims. They got to stop letting her fight. Angela Hill. Yeah, it's Why? time. It's time, dude. It's dude, time there are deep. so, dude. Cowboy is <laughs> is fighting fucking uh, Diego Sanchez at some point. That's that's the. <laughs> I no. saw someone say. I saw someone really? say. Yeah, I saw some. <laughs> someone made a tweet that that fight is for the the vacant UFC contract. <laughs> uh, Megan Anderson got absolutely worked by uh, Amanda Nunes. That's- we spent. We That's spent mad. we spent longer talking about that fight than that fight lasted, uh, and mm. now Megan Anderson is is she that was her last fight on her contract, uh, so she's no longer under contract with the UFC. Wait, uh, so she didn't get cut? She's just no didn't longer get under contract. Cut. I was wrong. I wanted to make that correction. Okay. Uh, she's no longer under contract. That was her last fight on the contract, um, which is strange because usually title shots come with an additional bump to your contract, if I remember correctly, uh, for almost everyone else. So, yeah, we got some fights. Fights will be fun. 
Yeah, the crazy thing about the Megan Anderson situation, we definitely talked longer than the fight lasted. Is oh that, yeah, it lasted what thirty seconds? Yeah, she didn't make it look competitive at all. Didn't give any looks, anything oh. at all, dude. Now, again, I stick with it. Amanda Nunez is great. I don't think she's that great though. Uh, you know, she'll beat my. It's hard to there. say, dude. It, it's. You are the only person in the world saying that, and usually uh, you're either I completely a, a moron or very smart for saying it, right? It's it's a fine line you're walking. Uh, we're not sure what side you're on yet. Um, oh, I know what side is I'm she, on. Is she beatable? Yes. Yeah, she's been, she's been beat. Is there anyone in the 135-145 division without Valentina Shevchenko coming up from 25 to beat her? No. There is not going to be a 145 division Come two no. months from now, the one forty-five is going to get scrapped, because um, that wasn't even a fun fight. If that was a fun no. fight, Megan Anderson lost the decision, and it was a, it was a good fight that I see keeping that division. But yeah. she's going to go to PFL, fight Kayla Harris or something, and I imagine that's kind of what probably happens with her. Um, yeah. Kayla Harrison, Har- I don't fucking know what her name is. Uh, Ronda Rousey's it, old teammate. Yeah, it doesn't, yes. it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> that one big. big- <laughs> Big human being. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at my fight picks for the that I sent uh, cash uh, prior to the actual fight, and you know, I'll, all things considered, I did pretty good. Thank you, Aljamain Sterling. <laughs> so I did pick uh, I picked Jan for the win. Amanda Nunez. So I want to talk about Jan for a second. Yeah. Can we talk about that fight actually? Yes. I, I want to give Jan. I want to put all the spec on his name. All of not even the respect. Just put the spec on his name because I'm going to tell you people if you don't already know this. Jan stayed in there competitively throughout the entire fight. It wasn't just a takedown. Like he was in there, no. trading with Israel the entire time, and his striking looked good. It looked good. In fact, it looked very good. There are some stats that actually have him out striking Israel. He did. No. So here's the official stats um, from. I'm on Google. I use just like the Google like uh, thing because they have the UFC stuff integrated into it. So I'm sure it's pulled from uh, the UFC site. Uh, significant strikes. Jan hit 107 and Izzy hit 78. That's 30 more significant strikes. Uh, total strikes. Jan hit 184 and Izzy hit 99. So double. Um, so- with Jan being 66% of total strikes hit and Izzy being 54%. So even you can't even make the, the more accurate part. Um, even significant strikes, Izzy was 48% and uh, Jan was 55% hit. So Yeah, Izzy was leaning back a lot. I'm not leaning back, literally, Some in some instances. He was definitely going for the counter. There were some moments where Izzy, it, you know, kind of did a two-step forward and caught Jan with a one-two yeah. hook. And I was like, oof, if that would have landed, like, clean, True. knocked him out. Like, he has power at, uh, at light heavyweight. But the fact of the matter is, Jan is my new Stipe. And I mean, it's, and at the most respectful way, I think Jan will be a guy who goes on and proves how technically sound he is as a fighter sure. the more and more people he fights. But the problem with that is we just got to hope he gets past Glover because that's a huge if, what if. Yeah, because if. I mean, he could knock Glover out for sure, but yeah. it depends on it. It depends just, on which Glover shows up. <laughs> you know, just, like, just don't go to the ground with him. Don't make yeah. the Thiago Santos mistake. Make him stand up, right? Make him stand up. But can we we talk about this fight? So there's a huge controversy within the community now um, about how biased the commentary was. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah, 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 So to be fair, watching the fight, Jan bit on every single... He did. Every single feint that Izzy threw, which is fine, right? But 
if you listen to the commentary and don't watch the fight, you think yeah. Izzy is lighting Blahovich yeah. up the entire time, like two to one, three to one uh, strikes, and it just wasn't the case. Yeah. Now, is it a uh, matter of Rogan getting worse, or is it a, is it a matter of everyone else around him has just gotten so much better, and Joe only does th- five fights a year now? So here's the thing: if it was just Rogan, then I would just let it slide. But it was Anik, and, and it was DC. Cormier. But it's it's yeah. hard when like when you're in a conversation and one guy is steering the conversation, it's hard to yeah. to pull it back another direction. Um, here's the thing about the bias commentary, right? So. I think listening to two guys, and Anik is a genius. I, I think Anik is great at what he does, too. But mm-hmm. if we're just looking at DC and Rogan, right? We're talking about guys, well, specifically with DC, <laughs> who are fighters, right? I mean, so there, Rogan there, was, there, too. Rogan competed in Taekwondo and such. So yeah, you, uh, you, could, could, you could say yeah. I'm a fighter. So they're looking at this, and they're reacting to it. I think I'm just going to play devil's advocate the way a fighter would be like, oh, man, he really is reacting to those feints. Mm-hmm. The problem is you got to follow this up, and you've been over my house for fight night. And you, it drives me nuts when they're like, oh, he just caught him with a cross. And I'm like, that didn't even touch him, dude. It hit right. his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. It's hard you know to see. <laughs> I can imagine it, it, it being hard to see from where they are. But there yeah. were times where – so no one is speaking about the end of the fifth round where Jan is on top of Izzy hitting him with – Pounding him out. That goes on for 15 more seconds, Izzy is out. Right. right. That That is a yeah. that is a TKO. Uh, that is a that is a stoppage because it was eight, nine unanswered strikes. I would I would think I would have to go back and watch it again. I mean, let's say five. Five unanswered strikes from, from an incredibly dominant position. And I've heard a lot of people say that – also say that – he wasn't doing anything on top where I think that is incredibly false where he was, he was in a power position. He was making moves. I had one of the single worst timed text messages I've ever had in my entire life because (laughs) up until that point in that round, Adesanya was making a lot of, a lot of stoppages for for, uh, Jan's advancements. And I was like, Oh, is he's guard is pretty good. And then, Blahovich passed his guard and started pounding him into the dirt a, a second later. So it was one of the worst time tax messages I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, well, Dude, there's been a few. That one's up there. Um, I just, if you watch that fight with zero commentary, the one yeah. thing you notice is how much Jan bites on the feints, which I yeah. think Jan respected Izzy too much because when Jan was yeah. stepping forward, he looked really, really good. Um, yeah, his strike. We called this. Hold on. I just want to give us props here for a no, second. No, for sure. Uh, we had called this. I had been saying this leading up to this fight. I didn't give much pushback, and I know you'd been saying the same thing. We said it to each other. Jan isn't some guy they just found in a bar, and they're like, hey, <laughs> yeah. this dude's been a, competitive, been a combat sports athlete outside of the UFC for years, man. This guy's been and striking in the UFC. He's been in the UFC for forever. For seven years now. <laughs> That's a long time. And I don't know what everyone was thinking. I'm like, this guy knows how to handle himself in a kickboxing match. He knows how to handle himself in a Muay Thai match. And I think we saw that. And also, <laughs> he did not go head hunting, which opened up a lot of opportunities. For you the said body that. You that, said that. And that's where I think the success was. But you're you're absolutely right, man. If I close my eyes and I watch the fight now, listening to the way they it was did bad. the breakdown, it sounds like you know you expected <laughs> Stylebender. To literally be dragging a dead body around him. Right. So I was afraid that it was going to be 3-2 on the yeah. scorecard. And now yeah. you go back and look at the strikes and the and the, the strikes land and the strikes thrown. It is clearly a 4-1. to one. 
He lost the yeah. second round, but won one, three, four, and five. Right, four and five were the most clear rounds in that. I don't think there yeah. was a ten eight anywhere in there. To be fair, because a ten eight no. usually is when, is when you're getting the shit beat out of you. No, uh, there were no ten eights. There yeah. were no ten eights. If he had taken him down in the fifth round and did what he did for two minutes longer, instead of it being two and a half minutes, it was four and a half minutes. I'd give you a ten eight on that one. Um, but that wasn't a ten eight. To be fair, but I still think it's it's. 49 46 at that point right yeah but, yeah i i would have scored those rounds like a point apart like the, the, the earlier rounds ten, and then the nine. yeah yeah like but here's the thing i, I do want to give Jan. i want to put some spec on his name because what they weren't talking about when they should have been and this makes me love the ground game so much is especially for a striker for Jan to come in and wrestle true israel is not the greatest uh yeah, he doesn't have the greatest guard, and Jan's the bigger guy. But Jan knew exactly what to do. He kept him from getting up against the cage. When Izzy tried to, you know, rotate off the cage when he was on the ground, Jan switched to like a more effective, ha- uh, yeah, a more effective half guard, and he controlled him. And I thought that was amazing to see. And in the fifth round, he could have finished him if there was just a little bit more time. I think that Jan's stock goes up. And I think people need to start saying that because it wasn't like it was just some big guy coming and beating up on a little guy. Right. Izzy was the taller man. He clearly had power at light heavyweight. Yeah. But the, the fact of the matter is Jan was the better fighter and the more complete fighter. And I think now I Israel's got to go back down to middleweight, the division he currently rules, and he's going to have to show us something. Not show us, but he's going to have to show other fighters something because now it's like, oh, so this guy can be taken down. Right, yeah, <laughs> like he can't, he sure. can't be taking that, and I need to stop wasting so much energy shooting from out, you know, way out from the other side of the octagon. Get him against the cage, trip yeah. that man, yeah, and get into a, get into his guard and start doing damage, dude. Blahovich had one of the best time takedowns I, I had ever seen in, in that fifth round. Was he, and he just scooped him, and it, it, it was incredible. It was re, it was really yeah. really good. Um, if Whitaker watches that fight and goes, yes. the wrestling is a little bit easier than I thought. Whitaker has yeah. has a fairly has a fairly fun fight in that next fight. Yeah. I think he has to get through a uh, Paula Costa first. I do think he gets through Paula Costa. I don't think Paula Costa is in the top five in that division personally. You know what? I'm going to agree with you this time. Even though everything in my body says that Whitaker should be worried, if Paula Costa is in fact drinking before every <laughs> no, no no, I don't care about that. That's not the thing. I, I also I he didn't beat Paul. anybody up until that. Robert Whitaker beat Yoel Romero right. Yeah, he beat him twice yeah. right. Robert Whitaker beat Yoel Romero where Paulo Costa beat Yoel Romero you know there's a there, there was a clear difference in the way that both of those fights went Robert Whitaker is the better fighter all around now is Robert Whitaker at the end of it t- towards the end of his career we can make that argument has he been through so many wars that he's affected at this point could, we can make all of those arguments we really really can took a little bit of time off in between these fights to be fair looks great looks great he looked, looks really great. good in the last fight um yeah. so What's that guy's name he beat in the last fight? Uh, was it Cannoneer? Cannoneer? Yeah, Cannoneer. yeah, Cannoneer's no no joke. Cannoneer. Cannoneer hits real fucking hard. He rock. He he stumbled uh, Whitaker in that fight at some at one point. Yeah. He kind of like it was, uh, it was back and forth. Legs. I think Whitaker beats uh, Costo very similar to the way that he beat Yoel. Like he's the type of fighter that can deal with an imposing figure coming at him full speed. Yeah. And I think we're gonna see a lot of leg kicks. See, we're gonna see a lot of crosses, and I, I honestly think he could finish Paulo Costa. And now that I know I that he too. can, he's, he's, he's gonna get him out of there. Um, I just want to go back to Jan here for a second. Right? Dude, and, all the time you want to spend on him. I, I, I've, uh, I called as soon as they announced this fight. I called Jan to win this fight. So I mean, I'm just, I'm riding this one into. into yeah, I'm, I'm gonna talk, I, I, 
there is not a person now the <laughs> over generous rounds i know that people were upset right. about that but yeah beyond won that fight dude and i would challenge you go back you know put your bias to the side watch the striking exchange and mute it, it. Yeah. Mute it please <laughs> please fucking mute it because that i was convinced that izzy had won the first three rounds uh yeah. purely off of the commentary now three was close four and five were very clear <laughs> as to what direction they were going I think, look, he looked great. Jan looked really good. His awkward style standing up. Here's the thing, man. So Jan has beat Dominic Reyes, a man Jones struggled with. Uh, I thought he was going to have to fight uh, Thiago, but, uh, you know, that was, Thiago a lost strange, to, uh... that was a strange, strange fight, dude. I was like, I couldn't. Could... I don't wait. Why did the, how did he lose that fight? He was Decision. he was way up in strikes, by the way. I don't. I just don't remember the fight well enough to to remember. It was. Kind I'm of not gonna lie to you. I did something that I hardly ever do on the main card, and when these type of fights, I was looking down at my phone, texting with you most of that fight, dude, because I was like, I was completely checked out, and I just looked back up yeah, when Islam it was kind of boring, fighting. right? Um, dude, Islam I, pulled off one of the craziest things. I like. He, he just. He was just at a smoked poor Drew. Smoked him. <laughs> I just at one point he's like. And we submit you now, and it was over. And I looked up because I, I was I was playing games and uh, uh, watching the fights. Um, I, I have no idea what the fuck happened, and I had to like watch it back a few times <laughs> because it, it was just like one, two, gone. And I was like, "What the f-? like, Elka? All right, yeah, poor, poor Drew Dober. I think you picked Drew Dober on that fight too, by the way. And I, think, I did. Man. I think I, I picked I, uh, Mr. Makachev. You did. Uh, I'm high on uh, Mr. Dober, man. I was like, man, this guy's got everything it takes. You know what? Hold on for a second. I'm supposed to be talking about Jan. I don't want to talk about Jan for it. I just want to talk about someone who I think had a great showing and just shows you can turn back the hands of time. Dominic Cruz, man, huh? Still getting it done. Still getting it done. Fight. That was a good fight. That, that was, was actually a, a really, good. really, really good fight. Uh, Cruz, Cruz looked fight. good. I thought Cruz yes. looked really good. Now, does Cruz do that to a top 10, top 5 guy? That's really, really questionable. Um, he doesn't do it. To, he doesn't do it to Jan, unfortunately. <laughs> he doesn't do it to Jan. I, I 100% agree. Does he do it to Cody? Does he do it to a Cody Garbrandt? Does he do it to TJ Dillashaw again? You know, no, he couldn't do it to Cody. To, he couldn't do it to Cody the first time. I know. I, 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 I'm looking at that right now. Right, that's where Cody won the belt, right? Yeah. Um, but that that that's that's the question, right? Are you going to yeah. be able to beat the Cody Garbrands of the world? Are you going to be be able to beat the Corey Sandhagens of the world? Um, no, <laughs> right? Are are you going to be able to beat the Aljos of the world? Right? Like you can't say that name out loud. Very controversial. Very controversial. Right, right. We haven't we haven't talked about that yet, have we? No, no. We talked about that pre-show for like an hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> does he beat the top five guys top seven guys in that division 135 is one of the craziest divisions in the ufc right now if not my favorite um yes. yeah does he do that to was casey kenny even ranked or was like oh but case how good is casey kenny man he's good how good he's is, very very that, good he needs some time a yeah yeah he's a, a future he needs some time needs some more fights under his belt but I mean, so to lose thing, to Dom Cruz, man, like, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, man, sorry, but, I lost to one of the goats. But here's the crazy thing about Dominic uh, Dominic Cruz, man. It's like when your body's capable and they, 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 they pegged it, man. He's been out injured for so long. A guy like him should have way more miles on his body. He but he's always injured. 
And he comes out, and I'm like, man, footwork still looks good. And he made a great adjustment. He wasn't relying heavily on his footwork. Dom was ready to get in there and really mix it up if he had to because yeah. he knew that the light kicks were coming, and okay. they did come. Um, <clears throat> But I don't know. I, I not, It's not that I don't know, man. Uh, he's not, go- in my opinion, he's not going to be able to beat TJ Dillashaw for a third time. It wouldn't surprise me. I would want him to win. Obviously, I don't want TJ Dillashaw, and I'm going to be consistent here because I said the same thing about Jones. I felt like Jones should have worked his way back up for the title when he got popped, you know, the first time. The first time he lost the belt, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what is Anyway, it's too many times to remember. But uh, the whole TJ Dillashaw just jumping the line and potentially getting a fight, I get the marketability so, I mean, behind that. He fights Corey Sanhagen, right? Uh, Sanhagen's two or three yeah. right now. I'm not mad at that. I- I'm not. He was the champion. Um, yes, he was. He lost yes. to potentially the greatest combat sports athlete of all time. Henry Cejudo, you cannot right. deny it. I'm not mad at that. Listen, how long was he using? How long was he on? We have not confirmed any of that, right? All speculation, but apparently this has been something that's been following him around. Cody outed him on this uh, regarding his time at Alpha Male. Now, here's here's the dangerous thing about this, right? If you knew that he was doing this in the gym, I'm one of those people like guilty by proxy. Yeah. How do I know you weren't? How do we, how do I know you weren't doing it in the gym, dude? But oh, at, at I think rate. he's I think Cody at one point had said he was or something, and it just really? never top, never popped hot for him because he said something like you were teaching us how to do it. That's uh, right. So like, uh, was, that's that's an admission of guilt in in my opinion. Um, but oh, it is what it is, right, Cody? If you yeah. haven't popped hot, you haven't popped hot. You know, yeah. I'm not mad at it. I, I don't like the fact that he did it. In my opinion, if you had you, if you use steroids, popped hot for steroids at any point in your career, I do think that y- you should be disqualified from competition <clears throat> indefinitely. Um, because yeah. that is the just, ultimate. That is the ultimate. Just cheat. combat sports. I don't care what you do in friggin' baseball, baseball. And stuff like that. football. Yeah. Football still a yes. Football, yes, yes, yes. Baseball, soccer. Um, let them do the steroids. Man. No in hockey. No in hockey. Yeah, no you don't want hockey. people yeah. ice skates riding around jacked up on shit. On roids. <laughs> no, actually, hockey has a really bad like op- opioid problem. I would imagine so with the injuries and They're, the amount of fighting and, and the cold and stuff. Yeah. And they don't, they play injured. There, yeah. are, There is no like, there is no pulling out of a fucking playoff run because you have a torn labrum or something. No, no, no you not. fucking play through that and then you get the surgery after Vladimir Tarasenko. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, dude. See, this is soccer. No disrespect. No disrespect. The flopping. It's, it's, not, a com- it's not a combat sport. Ba- basketball. Let him do all the steroids, right? Baseball. LeBron's hairline. Uh, see, the only thing that worries me about that is the bat situation. Like he's, you know, juiced up at the mound, freaking out because he, <laughs> he can't. But, get I mean, Barry Bonds and and uh, those guys never Dow did Tra- it. Yeah, Dallas Strawberry and them were high on coke, and they never attacked anyone. Well, the entire team true, was doing coke. True, they won the World Series <laughs> that year too. Dwight Gooden pitched a fucking no hitter on a on acid. There's a whole documentary about that. Have you ever seen that? No, it is one of the not. funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my entire life. Dude, uh, Michael Jordan talks about when he first joined the Bulls as a rookie, and he showed up to like uh, a, a teammate's room in a hotel, and he walked. And he's like the entire team's in there doing coke, smoking weed, and I was like, man, that's just that good '80s basketball. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was on the yayo, but yeah, I mean, TJ Dillashaw is coming back, man. Uh, I wouldn't mind. I would have actually, 
if I'm a matchmaker and people would have been mad at me for this, I would have ran it back against him in a dominant cruise because it was such a close fight sure. the very first time. And I would be like, you know what? You're coming back. Dom needs to move up. You guys can settle this thing right here. But it's Corey Stan, it's hard Corey to Stan it's hard to parlay TJ beating Dom Cruz. We'll say that happens into a title shot. Yeah. Right, it is very easy to parlay him beating Corey Sandhagen if he does. I don't. I actually don't know if he will. I think Sandhagen's a nightmare. Um, He's a monster. Yeah, Corey Sandhagen's a monster. That's why they call him the Sandman. Um, it's very easy if TJ beats him to go. Okay, he's next in line. Um, I I think it's hard for Dom Cruz, and I think as a matchmaker, you have to you have to plan three steps ahead and beating dom cruz sets you up for a fight with fucking uh, Corey Zanhagen, right like it's like why why skip you know why make that fight skip it well let me let me just lay, lay down my logic because that what you said is absolutely correct makes a lot of sense but let's imagine in this bizarro world that the fight between jan and al Jermaine would have gone the way that it was supposed to go either person would have been declared a clean victor Having Dom fight TJ then puts him in line to fight the winner of Sanhagen versus the winner, you know, of said fight. Because I actually, I picked Aljamain Sterling, but I figured he was going to lose. You know, hindsight is pretty funny. Corey Sanhagen, for me, is probably going to be the mass at, be, the best matchup for Jan, but I still would have made TJ work just a little bit. And if he beats Dominic Cruz in a convincing fashion, like, cause he, you know, he he lost by like a point. He feels like Apollo Creed after their last fight. He literally lost by a point. One of the most competitive fights in that division would have been great if he comes in and he starches him. Yeah. Also, I I need to see what he looks like off the juice. Now, I'm here's the thing, sure. man. Like, if I'm in TJ's corner, I'm like, hey, let's take that Dom fight. You know, let's you know, everything like uh, like, yeah. like like let's, let's we can get you all the fat farm protein that you need we get you all that muscle milk but like let's see how you look because you're about to step in there with a grade a killer and this kid's already got a chip on his shoulder because he feels like he got passed up right and he feels like he's getting thrown in there with a guy who's cheating who do you have winning in that fight by the way who out uh sent hagan versus uh killer shaw oh i don't know <laughs> i i really don't I have Sanhagen. Sure. But I mean, if, I, I, I'm not going to argue against you on that. But if Killershaw shows up and it turns out that steroids didn't do anything but give him extra muscles on his back, then that whole division's in trouble because that yes. man is that man is an amazing fighter, dude. And his footwork may not be as fancy as Dom's, but it's I think in some instances way more effective. And he would give Jan a very hard look as well. But it's really hard to bet against Jan right now, especially since we know the man's willing to pull off a fatality to win a fight, and that's a, respect, a fighter I respect. When's the last time you need a man in the ground? Huh? Uh, I mean, it's, it's been weeks. <laughs> I was at a chili dog restaurant. I did it to a five-year-old. I was like, you little shit. Bam! No onions on that chili dog. You eat it raw the way it's <laughs> supposed to be eaten. Too. So I, I know you guys' thoughts on Al Jermaine and, uh, and Jan. Let's 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 let's. We talked this about a this a bit, uh, and by a bit, I mean we talked about it a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> I am I am not convinced. And this is this is where I uh, this is where I I throw the I throw the question at at whether or not it's a legitimate championship or not, which I think it is. Right? I think it's I think it's fine that you win a championship by disqualification, especially when the when the uh, the hit is as as illegal as it was. Right? According to the rule books, I I. Th 
I was mistaken. I thought it was three points of contact. I don't know where. I don't know where the, is that maybe the old rule. Um, mm. No, I think you were thinking about when they used to play the game up against the octagon, and it was not one knee down. If the hand stayed down as well, then you were considered a grounded opponent. I know what you were trying. Right. To say. I, I, I so got, I yeah. did. I at first I didn't realize that that was an illegal hit, uh, yeah. but it clearly is um, according to the rules. Um, I don't think that a, that a championship necessarily should have changed hands. I think we had agreed on this earlier that it should have been a no contest with a vacated belt, yeah. uh, and then yeah. those two fight again for it as a, as the number one, number two contender because that, that's that's where it should have been. Um, right. I do find real issue in how much I think Aljamain played it up, and now there's right. gonna, everyone's going to say, "Well, you take a knee and, and see how it's not how it's going to be." Listen, I'm not a professional fighter. Let's be fair, right? A knee is going to affect me way differently than it, than it affects someone who who, who take, gets punched in the face for a living, right? Right. Do I think he played it up a little bit? Yes, because uh, he was then cleared at the at the hospital with with no concussion symptoms and was then seen an hour later taking pictures with the belt and po- and posting it other places, right? So right. I have an issue with the fact that he takes the belt off in the octagon, wants nothing to do with it. They have to hand it back to him for the interview. Doesn't want anything to do with it. There says he's not the champion, and and you know Rogan does the yes you are thing, which again he is the champion, right? Yeah. And then is now seen taking pictures with it later be, because yeah. right. I find issues as an inconsistency of whether or not you feel like you're a champion or not. That's fine. Do I think the fight should have continued? No. But I, I do feel like what we said earlier with it being a no contest and a vacated belt is probably a better solution there than a belt yeah. changing hands. Yeah, no, it's the, the, these rules in regards to these knees. First of all, the, the knee, when it happened, is horrible. So let me tell you, let me take you through the timeline like we, I said before the show. Initially, when he when Jan threw the knee and he's grounded and it's a plum, he pulls his head into it. I'm like, holy shit, he just smoked this kid. With both knees on the ground, like I'm like, yeah, it probably knocked him out cold, but he didn't. And we see Aljamain rolling around. At first, I was believing a lot of it, and I'm just looking, and I'm going, man, yeah, I mean, yeah, you take that type of knee, you could be in some real damage. But then my anger started shifting towards Jan because, uh, you know, there was the whole thing. The ref had literally just said he's a grounded opponent. Then I guess you know Daniel Cormier said that uh, Khabib told him that. Uh, the corner is the one that yelled out, you know, hit him now, hit him now, because Jan was asking, can I hit him now? And I guess his corner, Jan later went on to dispute this claim. But then the thing that really rubbed me wrong was when they're making the announcement, first of all, with the ref and the doctor, let's talk about the situation. The doctor and the ref need to make up their mind before they start asking these dumb questions, right? You need to either, you this either looks so egregious that you've brought the doctor and you're like, we're stopping it. This kid's rolling around on the ground, right? Just take it out of the fighter's hand, right? You know, disqualification. But then, you know, the theatrics go on. When Jan raised his hand when they were doing the uh, the announcement, That's that made me go, okay, this dude just literally tried to hurt someone. I w- he should be done. I was one of those people that said that. Like, he, he should be done, you know, in combat sports, in the UFC at the very least. Now let's follow the timeline. <laughs> Jermaine Sterling threw the belt down. Didn't want to take it. It looks good. Plays out the way it should. Optics, you know, like, oh, I'm an honorable man. I didn't want to win this way. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, does, says the same thing at the, uh, you know, when he gets interviewed by Joe Rogan. Then the pictures start to emerge. I'm the type of person where me personally, I would not have taken one picture. UFC included. Not one picture with that belt. Mm-hmm. You got to have someone in your corner that helps you look at these type of optics and go, this is a bad look. Like, bad for your brand, 
bad for you if you're an, an honorable person. I don't think any of anyone else I'm speculating would have done this. I went on IG just to see what fighters, and I'm not talking about top 10 ranked fighters, just what fighters were saying about it, and everyone unanimously was saying the same thing. No. Yeah. Right? Not to do it. So now Aljo, in my opinion, has played himself out, as we say, where, you know, it looks really, really mm-hmm. bad. And it's, you know, it's a misstep. And it look it looks it looks when I say it looks bad, like to the point where I'm stammering now, like pre-show, we can joke about it and everything like that, but it looks so bad because now it even makes this fight a little bit harder to market, in my opinion. Because it's like I don't even know if I want to see Aljo and Jan again compete for this belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, because Jan was winning the fight. That's the honest to God truth. And I think in the second fight, it plays out the same. We talked about it before. Aljo gave him some looks that were very difficult. But I think that Jan is going to come in now like a bat out of hell. Yeah, and he can exploit a lot of the stuff that he saw in there. Um, yeah. Clearly didn't have anything for his striking. Yeah. Aljo wasn't going to get him to the grounds where everyone thought he was just going to be so dominant on the grounds. And I, I don't actually see that playing out. Now, I do believe he is a better, better pure wrestler, but this isn't wrestling. Right, where uh, you know that that's only, that only gets you so far. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't think Aljo wins the fight, and I think that is actually probably fairly clear at this point. Um, he he yeah. was, and especially if apparently if you go to fourth round, where Jan looked like he was looked like he was pretty good. Right, I wouldn't say he looked great. He doesn't have the best cardio, but Aljo was clearly slowing down. Uh, he didn't really yeah. have much for him anymore, and that wasn't going to go to that wasn't going to go to decision. That's because he, you know, the, so the first thing we saw from Aljo was coming out and he was putting together these one twos and these threes. They most of them were bouncing off of the the high guard of Jan, and then every once in a while he was hitting him with body shots, right? And that looked really good. Caught Jan with some pretty good leg kicks. The problem was he was doing that at a pace that did not make any sense. And uh, someone else said this, so this is not an original thought. If he had Trevor Whitman in his corner, oddly enough, Trevor Whitman was there that night doing the uh, the extra commentary. You know, take about 25% off of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And Aljo has a much better night. You get a fresher Aljo. Maybe. You get, a, you get, you get to, uh, better than he had before, gassing out, right? And then shooting for, you know, shooting for takedowns up against the fence that you're not going to complete without putting out any offense. Mm-hmm. I think Jan is not going to go for it twice. Like I said, Aljo gave him some looks that were difficult. But the, this is all bad optics, right? This is This is more idiotic shit that didn't need to happen right like like so the ref literally i'm just you know i'm not a rocket scientist man we got a fighter in there that doesn't speak english we might need to get a ref sanctioned who speaks the language of that fighter because there is a chance that there is a chance that when the ref said he's a downed opponent that Jan was just like what what the fuck does that mean right <laughs> yeah i mean okay so that that is that is fair there is enough russian fighters at this point where i, I do believe that uh yeah. this could be a, a potential investment that we should make uh, the same way yeah. that the ufc should have one fucking translator per language and they don't yeah. um yeah. but stop bringing that one weird guy in it looks like a yeah yeah just right? don't just yeah, stop with that guy but yeah you know what is what what where is the boundary there for for that i'm not sure um he should be able to say in russian you know downed opponent right i don't i don't need him to be 100 percent fluent with russian but he should also be able to say you know fucking igor zavorsky right and that means downed opponent in russian you know 
like one hundred percent, one hundred, and and that's where it should be, you know. Uh, but I'm not going to put that on the ref because I actually don't think the refs at fault at all. What I do, th- what I do need from the ref and the staff at the UFC is to stop asking fighters who they think are so unable to fight that they can't stand up. Stop yeah. asking them fucking questions, right? Hold on, you can second. clearly if, see he is yeah. flopping around on the grounds. Make the decision that the fight is over and it's going to be a disqualification. Yeah, Make that decision. Because you wouldn't do that if that was a perfectly legal knee and he gets knocked out. You wouldn't ask him, dude, are you good to keep fighting? Because like Jan's ready to, uh, Peter is ready to go, right? No, you wouldn't do that, right? You would make the decision. Make the decision. So it's funny because when you don't want them to make a decision, they make it. So we we go back to the BMF belt. You know, you want a doctor to be able to have the history of the fighter. Diaz gets breathed on and that eye starts bleeding, right? There's a lot of scar tissue there. And it's like the doctor gave him no chance to defend himself and say like, hey, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. I know it's commission based and everything, but I agree with you 100%. What I'm talking about is the entire system needs to be put on trial, right? The ref should be able to say Igor. Right, and just say that you know, grounded opponent. The doc, when the referee's <laughs> the doctor, and if I got a kid rolling around on the ground, whether I think he's faking or not, but he's rolling around on the ground after taking a plumb knee, yeah, you, on the ground, you need to make you, you need to step up and make yeah. it. Stop asking him stop questions because if, if he can't stand up, he's not coherent enough to uh, yeah. to make the decision for himself. Um, I, I do believe that the, as fans, right? So I'm willing to call myself out on this. When Jones hit Anthony with that knee, when you were over the house, I was like, I believe I, I said out loud. Over, I don't think it was over the house for that one. You no, you. I think there. that was no, co- like, that was COVID time, dude. So, so, dude, I literally Wait, let out an audible it? gas. No, you were there, bro. I, I let out an audible sound where I was just like, "Well, he just threw the fight away." And I, you know, if Anthony uh, Lionheart Smith decided to take the belt that way, I can't hate on him for that, right? But he didn't. You know, he no, famously. Was, I was there. That was twenty nineteen. Yeah. He famously shit. said, uh, "What was his response? I came here to win the title, not steal it." So this mm. is where we need to be consistent as fans, right? You know, we everyone jumped down Ariel Hawani's neck for saying he should take the belt, and then you know Aljo gets the belt. People were saying this and that about him, man. And uh, the fact of the matter is, if Aljo would have just simply just said, "Run it back." How easy is that? Like, we'll run it back. Run it back. That's the only thing. No press with the belt. You know, no, he no, doesn't need no. to be. He doesn't need to be all over social media defending the fact that he's the champion. Like, no. just like, just you know, this is one statement that you just need to say. It. Listen, I, either own it completely and go with the "I'm the champion" bit now, or you know, I didn't want to win the belt this way either, guys. Uh, I don't. I don't think I'm a real champion. Uh, we'll see what happens in the next fight in six months when we when we run it back. Exactly. That's it, right? That exactly. that's it. Either you pick, we get, we got to pick one, right? You can't yeah. you can't do one and then the other. And I, I think that that's a, a huge inconsistency. I really really don't like inconsistencies in anything. Um, and that's where that's where I have an issue with it. So Chow Sonnen made a legible argument, as he usually he does, always in, does. Regards to, uh, in regards to this matter, and it was more in defense of Aljo, and he was pretty heated, and so was uh, Paul Felder at the Peter Yan thing, because there's still something to look at there. We I need to need I need to know Peter Yan, uh, I need to know his level of culpability in this whole situation. Yeah, right. So you know whether you do an investigation or not, like hey, did you did you not understand what was happening? Because I could see if it was what you were experiencing, like. 
hands down, knees slightly coming up, but that's not. But they know. go over the. And I'm not a championship. I'm not a champion fighter, right? Like, <laughs> like can we can we make that that like very clear? I am not no, a no. fighter. I am not a trained no fighter. Those obese children at the I, diabetes camp. Does well, that count? I would, I would fucking be the champion. Let, let's be fair. I'd fuck those kids up. Um, but like, 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 does he know the rules? Does he not? If not, right. that is very alarming, right? Because he is a champion. He is a champion, championship caliber fighter. He is set to be if if he beats Aljo, right? Because he had to put the if there. He is said to yeah. be a fairly dominant champion at that. Yeah. yeah. But if you don't know the ground opponent rule, that is a huge, huge issue. And they need to assess whether or not, you know, the UFC wants to move forward with him. Right. Yeah. Also, we need to get all the commissions. I'm tired of this, you know, yeah, we've one adopted rule set, rules. old Yeah, rule we set. need all the commissions, all these old wise guys or whomever these people are, and these commissions, we need to get all these people on a one space. Now, Aljo talking about more missteps, man, just bad PR. Bad handlings all around, man. Apparently, he ghosted his longtime coach, Matt Sarah, prior to the fight. Now, this is some drama stuff that usually we're too highbrow. We're talking with a dad to cover. But since today, when, we're since when? <laughs> this is new. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't understand what's going on here. So, Matt Sarah helped. Let me see. You correct me where Matt Sarah helped him throughout the entire camp or was not a part of the camp at all What's i know very here? little about this he was part of the camp from what i understand though okay and then last minute aljo flies to vegas with his the people who's gonna are gonna corner him and does not respond to any of sarah's texts correct ghosts them entirely and aljo has not responded to any of this stuff going on and Ray Longo is Matt Sarah's business partner. In fact, I believe he owns. No, they don't own the gym together. They're business partners. He trained Ray uh, Matt Sarah for his uh, fights. Mm-hmm. But very close. You know to more the about the, the coach gym thing than I do, for sure. They, 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 they very close in that community. I don't understand what is happening here, dude. I don't know. Like, you, something has to come out where it's like Matt Sarah. I'm not saying it has to, but the only way I could see this making mm-hmm. any sense is if Aljo says, oh, Matt Sarah is verbally abusive to me in the gym or blah, 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 which I don't believe, right? I don't, I'm don't. i not saying that that's what it is. Apparently, Matt Sarah, Matt Sarah is one of the nicest guys and one of the most dedicated coaches that anyone's ever had. This is just another misstep in Aljo's career, which there have been many. <laughs> Most notably the loss of Brian Caraway when he was dominating that fight, and he gassed out much like he did right now. I don't understand the situation. Aljo, I don't understand what you're doing, man. Me thinking about you not being a part of that gym, going somewhere else, that's not the heartbreaking part. The no, heartbreaking you part can, is... You can like, leave gym, right, yeah. but you gotta have some... You gotta, you gotta break it up, you know? Yeah. These are the people that got you to the dance. Show them a little respect. Right, like they got you all the way here. They stuck with you through some of the biggest debacle losses in your career, man. Like, and then you came out with half the team anyway. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and and to put poor Ray Longo, a man who's trying to be an actor, right? This guy, you know, he's he was in a movie. He played a wise guy. This guy's trying to do something outside of this. Owns the gym with Chris Wyman. You're gonna put him in the middle of this? This man's he's gonna die from a heart attack any day now. He's obviously, you know. Going through a lot, screaming on the other side of the octagon. True, you know what? Fuck, fuck out, Jermaine Sterling, man. I really it felt for this kid insane. at the beginning of the shit. It is insane <laughs> to me how Aljo wins a title from a clearly illegal knee, according to the rules, um, 
actually, I think one championship doesn't have that as a rule, by the way. Uh, yeah, I think you have to have a hand down. Um, but the UFC's rule, rule is... You have to not be in there. For, right, right. You have to climb out of the cage for if you want to be a downed opponent. Um, the UFC rule is, is anything other than soles of your feet on the ground. So if you have a knee down, anything. I, actually, I didn't know that. I thought it was three points of contact. Must be the old rule. Um, I, dude... I'm not entirely positive that that should be an illegal strike. <laughs> Just the same with so, the twelve to six elbow thing with John Jones, right? I I don't think that should be a strike. But there there is a middle ground, right? If you're in the middle of the octagon, is way different than if you're up against the cage, right? If yeah. if you have free range to get need and then not have anything behind you where you could like, it's not going to make it any better to be fair. But you don't have anything behind you like concussing you forward or bracing yeah. you. I feel like that's different where the the Anthony Smith thing up against the cage, I think, is a, is a worse knee. Um, and I, I feel that, like this uh, is such a weird reaction. But he's the bad guy coming out of this, which is what the yeah. moral of the story is. And I don't fucking understand that. I, I truly, truly do not understand how the guy who got clearly fouled and potentially hurt, and I think he was okay, which which is which is good, right? We want to see Aljo fight more yeah. um, because he's an exciting fighter. He's the bad guy coming out of this, and I, I can't comprehend that. So it's, it's it's all optics, man. And this is a part of the sports and something people need to remember. Yeah, that, PR. Uh, it's especially uh, combat sports. People want to see their champions as these indomitable spirits, right? These absolute monsters and epitome of honor or just complete scumbags that you go to watch and hopefully he gets beat one day, but you secretly love him. Um, John Jones. When I look at John Jones, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you look at the Al Joe situation, he's lacking in charisma already. I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. He's but lacking. In charisma. You don't lacking. have to be a character to be a fighter, right? You don't have. You to be don't a have to be. Uh, it helps. It helps you sell pay per views. I'm adding the stats for you, right? I, but, he was already he was already a guy that was barely socially on the radar, and he was accepted for the most important thing, which is his fighting skills. But then you go out and do bonehead stuff like this. It's a bad look. Now, what he has to do to erase this entire thing, right? Make it all go away. When him and uh, Peter step into the octagon with each other, he has he to go in there and, and make a statement. Yeah, he has to absolutely destroy that man. It doesn't even have to be a finish. If he systematically breaks that man down over the course of five rounds, all of this will be forgotten by other people. Not here talking with a dad. Aljo, we, we won't forget. Anyway. You, you, Aljo, you've you been voted off the island, according to Steve. No, I mean, it's, he's got to come back. I think the best move right now, according to me, he doesn't have to do any of this stuff. He could be fine where he's at. Just come on like, hey, so you know what, guys? I deleted the pictures for a reason because I realized it was stupid. It's not what yeah. I want to do. My family and friends were there. They were trying to cheer me up. I took some pictures that got posted. No big deal. The Matt Sarah thing, one simple thing. All he's got to say to all of us, none of your fucking business, right? It's my business why I didn't do this with my coach. It should have never became Man, public. That's a hard <laughs> one, dude. That's a, That's a real hard one, especially with someone who is... I feel yeah. like I feel like I could say Matt Sarah is a, a fairly respected guy within the within yes. the MMA community, yeah. and it's yeah. that guy that you do it to, right? Yeah, it, it's like it's like that's the guy you don't want to do it to. Fuck uh, yeah. the, uh, Jackson Wink or whatever, right? Those guys oh, yeah, are yeah. always in some sort of controversy. You could leave them yeah. with ghosting them, and no one cares, right? Yeah, but right, you, you do right. it to the guy that everyone lo like looks up to and goes, "I want to be have a successful career, have one of the have the biggest upset win ever uh, that yeah. anyone could like." I, I don't. It was the biggest betting underdog fucking in history, uh, and then 
go on to have a successful career in coaching, right? Yeah. And you want to be that guy and is beloved by the UFC and beloved by fans. You don't want to fuck that guy over because then you have an entire group of people who, who then think you're a shitty human for, for ruining their guy. Yeah, and on top of that, let me just add this in there. You don't want the sound clip in there of when they're interviewing Matt, Sarah, Ray Longo separate, right? But it's all a sound clip for about about their gym. And basically, Matt, Sarah is saying like, hey, I only deal with neighborhood guys. He's like, yeah, we could bring the Joneses and these guys in here. And he specifically said John Jones. A lot of people thought that was interesting. I don't know if there had been a conversation there, but he's like, but no. He's like, we got guys like Ali. You know, right? Uh, Did you listen to the ten minute clip of, of him explaining how he get how he gets all of these guys? And he's yeah. like, and he's like, and we get this goofy ref, wrestler from New York, and it's and it's Aljamain, and he, you know, Chris Weidman is from is from this part of the island, and and yeah. Ally from that part of the island. He goes, these are all these are all neighborhood guys, and he, he explains it, breaks it down. It was it was incredible, and then yeah. you realize like they, he, I guess he just thought they were better friends or, or better. You know, uh, yeah, had a better had coach, a better relationship, better relationship that, than he really did, and that's yeah. that's what that's what sucks. So, I mean, the two it takes two to tangle, though. Uh, so, me personally, all right, I get like you know, if you have a beef with me, and you and Cash talk about it, and then it makes its way to me, that's one thing. This is not in the public sphere, right? As long as it doesn't make it on Twitter, but it's another thing I, I, where you, you don't follow my Twitter. No, I. I what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I blocked him. I blocked him, guys. Go, go, go. <laughs> crazy thing is, like, I have to for block me, like eight accounts. That's the worst part. Well, uh, yeah, I got all of them. Yeah, he, he, and, he knows how to make them quick. <laughs> He's making more at any given time. Block everyone named Steve. I got, I got bots and little chimps working on my accounts all the time. Uh, but the crazy thing is, for me personally, Matt and Sarah, like, did you need to say anything publicly? I guess so. I guess, you know, you're a commentator. This is what you do for a living. I think this could have been something that could have been left out. I wish should have been left out in the public's eye to deal with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but it's hard, right? Point, it's if, yeah. if they're still not communicating, it's real fucking hard. You know, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, real yeah. hard because then there, there is no like, I guess, closure there. Um, no. And no, and no expectations going forward. You know, he can't show up to the gym on Monday now and go, hey, guys, we're ready to train for the next fight. Right. He, he no. can't do that completely ostracized you like you have to have that conversation first but this goes to the point of you know connor is a lot of things but he shares something in common with uh, leon edwards they have stuck with their gyms and i'm gonna now that's not to say you need Steve to stick a, with your gym. there's a lot of guys yeah. yeah they dustin poirier famously came up in a very small gym and then you know it was a mutual decision i believe from dustin his he wife out, he outgrew it. yeah he outgrew the gym and he needed to get out of lafayette I think there's just a way to do it unless there's a lot of bad blood there. I think that in the instance with Cowboy and Jackson Wink, so listen. Uh, there's bad on both sides there, but. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's bad there's bad on both sides there because Cow, if people wanted to paint Cowboys as a saint. Cowboy, please, listen, I'm just I'm just reporting on the rumors, man. Yeah, Allegedly, please don't come to Steve's house and head kick him. Yeah, because I will kill you. <laughs> At this point in your career, I will literally run from you and make you die. That's a, that is a closer betting yeah. line than the Amanda Nunes, uh, Megan Anderson fight. I, I would think. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I, I he's gonna fight Diego say, Sanchez. Do you know what the crazy thing is, man? You got I gotta mm -hmm. put some spec on Amanda Nunez's name because oh, she's incredible. To this day, she smoked Cyborg. I don't want to hear any of this shit about a lucky punch too. No, like, she you know, dropped her four times in fifty seconds. That is not luck, dude. People, 
there's some people on the net that were like, oh, it was a lucky punch. I'm like, Those no, dude. She caught her clean, and then she put her away with it. You know, maybe not the most technically sound punch, but that overhand she hit her with, that shit was the, the monstrous. Best, that is the best punch ever made, an overhand. Uh, Aljamain, go back to your coach, man. Figure this out. Get this thing worked out. Stop taking pictures with the belt. Dana, let's book this fight quick. You know, Dana it probably... On how, it depends on how quick, right? Aljo probably has to have a... Uh, if if he if you if you win by a DQ, no, not even just a camp. You probably have to. You should you should by the rule set be suspended for X amount of time because the same way that if you know if like after Usman Covington, right, those guys got suspended for six months because of the fight that they just went through because they do yeah. do that. If you yeah. win by a DQ, you absolutely by requirement need to be suspended for X amount of months because that's how injured you should have been. Yeah, and then being cleared medically, I know that that you know waves all of that but based on the way he was looking when he was rolling around the octagon man at one point and this is not listen to me i thought he was gonna die I'm, in the octagon by the, how bad he was rolling dude, around. i'm looking at it i'm looking at it i looked at one of my homeboys igs up and he's like hey i bet she's faking it and i'm like i don't know man he looks like he's pretty hurt right now i'm 50 50 you know, on it still though yeah you know, we'll see he's got a huge knot on his head man but i, I just want to say one thing yeah, in I regards would, yeah, to we both would uh, if I, if, I if, if Peter Young came in right now and need me in the head, you'd have a knot on your fucking head. That's <laughs> how hard it would be. Throw up all the beef stew I've been eating all day. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I, I would. I'd throw up your beef stew too. Uh, but what the fuck are you doing here? How did you get through the was, lines of defense? This was a good card, in spite Very of the, uh, the sold well too. Six hundred thousand uh, domestic, two hundred thousand international. That's pretty yeah. good for a non. A non huge card, right? No, this was a this was a fantastic card. A non like. Yeah. Connor card, right? Like, yeah. like, like you just said, that was that was perfect. Is what I meant to say. I'm looking for, even though tomorrow, I'm not, I'm not sleeping on tomorrow night's fights, you know. But yeah, I, yeah. fight, but tomorrow I, night's I, fight. I, <laughs> yeah. I am looking forward to uh, Stepe versus. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, next week, I think. Right? Is that yeah. two weeks from now? I, I, I just wanted to throw it out there for anyone. I will only be taking text messages from two people that night. It'll be most. It's going to be Zach. And Cash. These are usually the only people I text with during the fight. And Mantis, when Mantis decides to like actually text me during the fight. I'm going to be so locked in on that fight. And if you're not locked in, it's not that you're not a real fan. You're going to miss something very special. I think we're going to see a great performance from both these guys. But I still think Stipe pulls it away. And I wouldn't be surprised if he ends it early. I'm just putting my prediction that's, out there I mean, early. that's totally fair. I, I mean, I think that's probably going to be my prediction, too. But we'll get that. We'll break that down uh, coming we'll, up. We'll break down the next time. So, uh, video so game, we man. had we had topics for this evening uh, before we did, what, an hour on the UFC? Uh, which is, <laughs> if you've watched the show more than once, you're, you know that uh, if we get onto it, we get onto a, a UFC thing. Um, which technically probably was the first topic. Um, yes. So I, the only other thing we had was some video games here for you. Uh, the ZeniMax Studios, the parent company of Bethesda, purchase uh, from Microsoft has officially went through. Uh, it's it's been approved, um, and now Bethesda is now under under Microsoft ruling. Um, and it has come out from the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, that going forward, the game the games that Bethesda produce, um, the Elder Scrolls series, the Fallout series. Um, will be exclusive to uh, platforms with Game Pass. So <laughs> that's how they worded it. I didn't like the wording. That's why I said it weird. Um, yeah. I mean, did we expect that? Not expect that? Because I was, I was pretty confident that was going to happen. 
<laughs> Sir, I was pretty confident it was going to happen too, but I'm not surprised that it happened. I'm surprised by the emotional reaction that some, not all, not even a lot, that even anyone's having about this. Like, I can't believe they're doing this. And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Suck. Yeah, like, so if I'm being consistent, I defended you guys on the other side of the aisle when you guys were the only ones getting Spider-Man in a game, a dead and dying game. And that's probably going to be the only thing besides Black Panther that brings people back to Avengers. I defended your right to get that exclusive because you're, you know, the company that owns your console owns the rights to that that character. Microsoft outright bought the studio, dude. So yeah. when they decide to do it, it is entirely on them. Suck, with, suck, buy an Xbox. With that, piece with that TikTok money. Yeah, this is what happens when you don't buy communist video companies. That's a good point. But here's here's the thing, right? So I have a PC. So Avengers up twenty percent player base on the PC. Is it four nineteen? Ooh, yeah. Remember twenty twenty percent is not much. (laughs) It could be up a thousand percent and still only have still have less than five thousand players. (laughs) They're all coming back March eighteenth. Playing some Hawkeye together. (laughs) Oh yeah, next week, right? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's coming, it's coming. And the Snyder Cut, which I know you're not interested in. Shout out to the Snyder That Cut. got leaked, didn't it? Can you believe that shit? It got leaked on HBO, and I heard a lot of people said it was underwhelming. Uh, I just made that I, last part. I made that last part up. I have no idea. Wouldn't, it would, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me, but the crazy thing was people were just sit, trying to sit down with their kids to watch Tom and Jerry. You know, people flew to their computers <laughs> for the screen captures, but nothing leaked online so far from that situation. Yeah, I didn't see anything about it. I saw that it was leaked, and I saw that it leaked through HBO, which is hilarious. Some intern got fired for that, I'm sure. Um, yeah. The speculation is whether or not they did it intentionally, because the Snyder Cut represents something that the studios hate, which is fans being able to go, this is what we want, and then them having to give it to them. But they could have ultimately said, oh, screw yourselves. We'll never make this movie. It's all about money. It made them money. money. Yeah, that's that's all they care about. And the same thing with the Bethesda thing with Microsoft. So if you don't have Game Pass, let me tell you a little bit about Game Pass. Uh, I had it, forgot I had it, and then it charged me one day, and I was like, holy shit, this is still active. So I canceled it because there's nothing really in the Microsoft store that I needed to play anymore. I played Street Fighter online for a little bit, had a great time doing that. Very active community still, surprisingly. Uh, played Very a few surprising. Games. I didn't think you guys were still alive. We're all still here taking our vitamins together. We'll be okay. Uh, played a few other games. I was like, oh, I forgot this was a game that came out for PC. Played it, and I was like, all right, I'm done with this. But this might actually bring me back, because I don't know anything about Bethesda, but I know they got a shit ton of games or you know stuff that I might be interested in. I'll tune in for this. Skyrim I, is is one of my it's, – it's, Skyrim is in my top five favorite games of all time. Um, I, I love it. For I do. a lot of people. For a lot of people, a lot of people like the uh, some of the older ones better. Skyrim is considered mm-hmm. one of the more mild ones in, in terms of love, but it was my first one, it's the only one I've ever played. Really, I tried to play Oblivion, but it was it looked like garbage, so I didn't play it. Um, yeah, I I think Skyrim is fantastic. I go back and play it like once a year, once every eighteen months or so, and go and go play through it again. Clean like clean install, just play it. Uh, it's it's always installed on my PC. It's it's, it's one of the games. It's one of the few games that it, that it's like. So like when I do a new setup, right, and I I redo my PC, there's a few things that always get installed, right? Chrome always gets installed, even though I don't use Chrome. Um, Steam always gets installed, and then a few games, right? Like Modern Warfare, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare Two is a game that's always going to get installed. RuneScape, even though I'm not playing it right now, right, and I haven't been for a few months, 
always gets installed no matter what. And then right. Skyrim always gets installed no matter what. Like It's just right. a game that I know at some point I'm going to go back and play. So there's no reason for me to sit around and wait to play it. Yeah, I mean... And now, exclusively, apparently, people on PlayStation won't be enjoying that anymore. But here's the thing, right? We've talked about this in a different uh, context. I am personally waiting for Sony to do something that no one agrees with me on, and I'm fine. I, I have, it's an uneducated statement I'm about to make. I'm just waiting for them to make their PC launcher, which It'll, I believe is... It will happen. Bad. It'll happen eventually. Um, it's known that it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think they're going to make a launcher as much as they'll integrate into some other platform, um, whether it be a platform that already exists like Epic or uh, Steam or something. But I don't think they're going to go and make the, the Sony PC game fucking thing. I don't think they're going to do it. I think there's too many of them already. I, it would be amazing if they did it, and it's like, could you imagine the amount of bloatware that comes with that? It's like, yeah, we're gonna install this, we're gonna install that, yeah, we need I'm, access I'm to not, this. To like, so. <laughs> that's not gonna fact, install. Or... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I've never even played any of the PlayStation exclusives, even though I grew up uh, a place, uh, an owner of a PlayStation two, but and three, yeah. and four. Right, I'd never played any of the exclusives. Ne- oh. Never really interested. Never interested in Last of Us. Never interested in uh, the Uncharted series. I played Infamous, to be fair. So I did. I did play that. Great game. It's a great I didn't game. really play SOCOM back in the day. So I, yeah, I don't know any of this stuff. So I mean, exclusives have been the name of the game for quite some time. This is another reason why I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm just surprised. I'm taken back a little bit. I'm flabbergasted by some of the reactions I'm seeing in response to this, which is like, how dare they make these games? I'm like, but this is what they've been doing forever. Any chance they get to make something exclusive, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, like that—that's the part of the licensing. And I, I folks, I'm—I'm I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I, this is officially me getting closer to forty, and like this is—I don't understand why anyone's upset about this. Too. Yeah, like- I don't like exclusives, and I've said that. And I think I think exclusives are really bad for the industry. Um, I get it. They're only there to sell consoles. Um, yeah. But it, it's going to happen, right? Microsoft owns a company. Halo is going to be an exclusive, right? It's going to yeah. Halo Infinite is going to be on PC and it's going to be on uh, whatever the current Xbox is called, Xbox SX three five, whatever it is. Um, so it Nailed is it. it is what it is. Yeah, I, I was pretty close. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. I don't like it, yeah. but uh, unfortunately, it's the world that we live in. Yo, let me ask you a question, man. So you just brought up Halo. Uh, have you heard the rumors, murmurings, murmurs of the Halo BR? Yeah, of course, right? The, every new game that's going to get released uh, coming out is going to have a Battle Royale integrated into it in some facet, which is interesting because they have come out on multiple occasions and said that there will be absolutely no Battle Royale in this game. Um, so, which I think is a mistake on their part because I think the, yeah. the Halo setting and gameplay suits really well to a Battle Royale. Um, but do I really think that it'll have one on the start? Absolutely, because it would be a really dumb move to not. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you have like one of the most active nostalgic communities ever. People show up for Halo. Like, yeah, that, that, people buy Xboxes for Halo. They'd be really, Dude. really dumb to not put a BR in it, and I bet it would be better than Warzone. I, I think it would be a lot of fun. You know, it's funny speaking of Halo, man, uh, and, and talking about the community. When no, we went on I'm vacation. Not, and, no, I'm not downloading the Master Chief Collection again. Oh, is that not where you were going? Oh, I, no, that shit is off my computer. Oh, I was okay, no. uh, when we were in Disney for vacation, man. It was amazing that that Halo 
shooter game is still in arcades. And I remember there was a time where people would line up. So basically, it's like one of those arcades. Yeah, it's like you you sit inside a little spaceship thing and it moves around. You got a gun and you're shooting at stuff. And, you know, it's amazing that that they're still licensing this thing out. And I think they're new. They just made a brand new one. Did they made it in 2018? Yeah. Where is it at? I need to go find this thing. A 130 inch 4K screen that lets up four players. Yes. I mean, four players? No, yeah. I was, me and Gavin only played the two player one. Yeah, there's a two player one. You could buy one for your own house for $16,000. That seems like a sound investment. People don't need to go to college. I need to play video games down here. Spruce up the man cave. Obviously, I need to get some better lighting here. Estimated arrival. Hold on. Hold on. Estimated Uh arrival is 8 to 11 business days. That seems very quick for a full arcade (laughs) machine. There's a fucking warehouse of these these things somewhere, dude. Very Dude, shady, sick, very yeah. shady truck pulls down the hill. <laughs> says Ashley's furniture with a big X on the middle of it. No, I, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, I, I honestly think that it would be cool. To, that might be the first battle royale that I jump into and actually play. Just because I had so much fun playing the the versus. I didn't say that correctly. The uh, what do you call it in Halo? When uh, PVP. Sorry. It's I it. No one calls it PVP. It's PVP in a game where PVP isn't the main focus. It's just multiplayer. Multiplayer? Yeah, so like the the campaign, if you play it together, it's called co-op. Why did we have such a bad night that day? I fucking hated it, and I, I refused <laughs> to even look at it. <laughs> Zach treated it like his prom date, and he was like, this is over. I've got what I, I came the two, for. I went to two proms with the same girl. Shut up. <laughs> Apparently he loves prom. That's no, I don't. Up. I didn't like it. But when you date someone for a, a period of time at the end of high school, then they're a grade <laughs> under you. You don't have to go to two. I, I can just imagine you having way too adult conversations. I don't mean anything lewd, but like real sound fiscal conversations with teachers at the prom. Like, yeah, well, you know, Jim. It's okay if I call you Jim. <laughs> I was cool. You I was diversify your bonds. I was cool though. There's only one teacher that hated me in that school, and it was mutual. <laughs> <laughs> like literally hated you. Yeah, I, the, <laughs> yeah. So there was a ninth grade math teacher. I don't remember her name because it wasn't important. That uh, I don't know what we were doing, but I had like found a faster way to do the fucking problem because I'm I'm a I'm a goon, and uh, I was like, uh, okay, well, but what if I just do it this way and I get the same answer? She's like, that is not allowed. And then I'm like, it's like and it won't work on all of them. She's like, do it with this. And then I did it, and then I, I got the answer faster than she did on the board. And I'm like, that's the answer. She's like, and then she yelled at me for an entire class period. Uh, and then apparently called my, called my parents, and both of my parents were like, was he getting the same answer? She's like, yes, but that's not the point. She's like, well, when he gets the wrong answer and does something wrong, you, you call me. But other than that, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. and she hated, Don't call the number again she, with your feelings. I, I was <laughs> I was treated very poorly in that class for a very long time after that. Yeah, but, but see, back it, it was my own. They didn't call it abuse. They just called it. You know, teaching. I had a teacher that used to twist our ears, and I'm like, you know, you couldn't do that today. You can't. Uh, yeah, no, that never happened. That never happened. But that teacher hated me. That, that's a long story for for another time. Boy, there was other stuff. Like, did she show up to your house like Zach? No, 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 no. Oh, there is a lot. There is more to this. Story. No, I'm actually trying to think. There's not really much more to the story, but like any little thing that that happened in there, I was the, I was always the person that got blamed for it, right? Well, like. Right. Rightfully so. I, if I was a principal and I took one look at you, I'm like, that, hold that on, kid. Hold on. Right there. I was I was very cool with the principals to the point where I had gotten written up my senior year. And then I walked into the assistant principal's office uh, and they were like, hey, you have a write up here for skipping gym one day. I literally skipped gym. Literally. 
I, di- I didn't do that, but uh, he did. He's like, well, I owed you a favor for this thing that you did for me, so I'm, we're yeah. just not, we're going to forget about this. And I'm like, thank you. And I was like, it's ironic because, uh-huh, see, I'm using a school word, uh, ironic because I, I skipped a gym class because I didn't have a lunch my senior year to get a referral-free Italian ice because they did that in my school, and I got a referral for it. And uh, it was the, the most ironic thing anyone's ever seen in their entire lives, so that was funny as shit. My high school experience was so different. I was like, I don't want to get shot today, so I'm hoping maybe someone can get somebody to get on the, the bus that doesn't go through the rival gang's neighborhood. Oh, I, I, yeah, you have to understand. Uh, they know that I'm coming, so please just help me out. Here. <laughs> I, actually a, I actually had a cop tell me, "Good luck, kid." One day when I was leaving <laughs> school. <laughs> well, good luck getting home, son. <laughs> so, in regards to the the, the the Bethesda thing, though, man, listen. Oh yeah, the only reason we Bethesda. Yeah, the only reason we threw this in here, folks, was because we knew that you guys hate UFC. We know that you, but MMA is cool. Which I don't get. I, I don't understand it. Bunch of idiots. Here's why I don't. Well, why don't it, in the UFC game? Why was that so bad? What, what is happening? I don't know. I haven't Marshall? played the newest one. I thought. Oh no, Cash played it. I played yeah, I, I, other, other people. Other people said it was horrible too. I guess the character building, uh, oddly enough, you know, like the shots of Izzy and the Muay Thai traditional stuff. They were like, that's such a small aspect of the game, and it really doesn't, you know, it doesn't it doesn't change gameplay. Here's why I really need to happen next. I need a new game to play. So I don't care if it's Bethesda, Sony, someone give me a freaking game to play, dude, man. <laughs> I'm, I got- yeah, I do too, man. I really need a new game. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of WoW, running some Mythic Plus dungeons, and that's pretty much it other than that I, I i load into forza i'll just pick a random car that has zero modifications done to it i have 500 cars in forza and 400 of them are fucking modded with a thousand horsepower so they're impossible to drive so i'll go pick like a fucking random like volvo and like drive it around because that that's how bored i've been with games recently dude you know what man let's it's just finally time to live out the san andreas fantasy i'm just gonna start going outside and living like i'm like that character just cj first thing tomorrow just ripping someone out their car. I'm like, what up, bitch? <laughs> oh, San Andreas, is, San Andreas is such a good game. Uh, it was very good. I do I do have it downloaded on the not modded P, uh, PS3, but I can't bring myself to play it again because I know that I'll ruin something for myself because I had such no, a great it's, time. It, it. it holds up. It holds up. I've replayed really? it. I've replayed it at years after. It, ha- it has the best soundtrack of of any Grand Theft Auto game, in my opinion. The, the soundtrack is incredible. The story still holds up really, really well. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, maybe I'll finally finish Grand Theft Auto Five. It's man. very good. Grand Theft Auto Five is very, very good. I just got to commit to keyboard or uh, controller. Or you want to put? You want to play that oh. on a controller? It's a, it's right. a little more simple on a controller. Um, I play it on a keyboard and mouse because I'm not a noob. Uh, but uh, I, I do uh, think I, that I do think that the way to experience it, especially for the first time, is on a controller because it's more simple. I kept switching back and forth for the gun. I've gotten so used to shooting people on. Oh a keyboard yeah, and mouse. I. I am switching back and forth. So occasionally I'll go into so Grand Theft Auto Five. Let's be fair, is the best racing game out right now. Even though it's not a Kart. racing game, um, right. it is the best racing game out right now. So I, when I'm racing, I'll use a controller um, and drive. But other than that, I run around and you could turn it on. So where like when you aim with the uh, with the controller, it just locks onto the person, so you don't even have to oh, aim. Yeah. You could just turn that on. Aim assist. Yeah, I probably should just do that. Yeah, just, just do that ahead. and then. But- go have fun with it it is a really good story i think it's for me it's san andreas five and then four which are the best the best uh grand theft auto games 
Hey, man, I, I tell you this, and you're probably going to get mad, but your audio sounds amazing tonight. I just had to say that on air just to, to acknowledge it. I don't know what you did. Don't touch anything. Don't do anything different. <laughs> it sounds really crisp. Camera game looks on point. Uh, I think we're beating a dead horse here right now, but you let me know, man. Anything – actually, that's what I'm going to ask you. Anything at all you think that changes the council wars based off of this new information of this no. these explosive – yeah. They're both going to sell. Uh, I think there, there's such a cross-section of people who, A, buy both at this point, B, right. who have a PC and one of the and one of the consoles. I think the cross-section for that is so huge now that um, yeah. I actually don't think it really matters anymore. Um, truly. Truly, I don't think it really matters anymore. Um, actually, if you're looking for a game, in, newly into my top five favorite games of all time uh, is Divinity Original Sin 2. It is hard. I, I will put this out there. It's the game that I played with uh, Shane and Thomas. Um, yeah. I would put that out. It is very hard. And I would, I would, I would actually play it with you because uh, I didn't really say RPG, right? Yes. It is, it is probably the best RPG ever made, in my opinion. Um, it is an incredible game. Get it on sale because it will go down to 20 bucks, and you'll, you'll put hundreds of hours in it. Uh, to beat it even potentially the first time. It is very, very good. So maybe I watched I watched a bunch of reviews on it when you guys were playing it and everyone it loves is this game. Very, everyone very loves it. I would play it with you. I would play it with you for sure. I would love to play some Baldur's Gate is what I tell myself every day when I sit down. Divinity Original chair. Sin two is the better version of that game right now. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Baldur's I'm Gate has the potential to be better when the game is fully released. Right now, there's right. about 25% of the game actually yeah. in Baldur's Gate 3, and it's yeah. still about 40 hours long, um, yeah. the, the gameplay. But right now, Divinity Original Sin 2 is a much more complete game. Get it on sale during the next Steam sale, whenever it goes on sale occasionally. Um, it'll be 20 bucks, and it is, it is the best $20 I've ever spent. Um, you know what's you know what's funny, man. It's, it's in the top five for best twenty dollars I've ever spent. I'm not gonna put that out there in the world. <laughs> They're definitely gonna jack the price up after that. <laughs> uh, I was there was a game, man. Uh, I, I've said this at nausea, man. No, I am not playing Outriders again. Oh, okay. Outriders is amazing. No, uh, if they if they remade mediocre. Hunters, which is based off of one of my favorite uh actual RPGs, man. Uh. I would play the hell out of that game. Yeah, a part that. of me wants, I would want to go back and I'm not want to go back. I do want to play new world when it comes out, man. Yeah. Everything like I, this, play, the hype I'm, train I'm on the, this. I would play the shit out of that game, dude. Dude, everything about this game on the hype train, like people just talking about the additions yeah. and just, you know, their experience with the, uh, the open, like it looks like it's going to be. Yeah, but it, it, it is, an, it is an MMO. Right, you do. You need. It is a time sink, right? You you'll need to yeah. put some time into it if you have goals for it. If you go into yeah. it with expectations, right? I want to rule the world, so <laughs> therefore I have expectations, and then I'll play a lot. But if you yeah. if you go in and just want like a, a good game experience, it's going to be good. Ashes of Creation is coming up too. Uh, they're gonna have okay. they're having an alpha test in April. Uh, also an MMO. Um, I don't know what the targeting and system are like. Uh, it's not gonna be like New World from what I understand. But also another very ambitious MMO coming up, uh, right in the same vein. So yeah, there's a few games right around the corner now that I'm excited for. But I mean, around the corner is fucking September, and uh, Asher Creation is having their first alpha, and they just they actually just pushed their alpha back eight weeks. Um, and according to them, they pushed it back eight weeks is because everyone's going to make their first impression off of this alpha and their lasting impression. So they want to mm -hmm. they want more time to polish it a little bit more. So 
um, which is reasonable. I feel like I can dig it, man. You know, you telling you're telling me you want to make the gaming experience better for me. Yeah. So that way, I don't say bad things about you. I'm with it. I'm with it. All I'm asking of Outriders is this free demo better be leaps. I mean, I'm sorry, not even leaps. It better be so not the actual game that's coming out, or they just wasted everyone's time. It was a kind gesture giving you enough. Uh, yeah, demo but it's the only way they can drum up hype. And the hype was was what sixty five minutes long or something. It was yeah. just over an hour. And hey, it's a demo. It's a demo. But demos are usually 15, 15 or twenty percent of a game. That means the game was only going to be five hours long. Yeah, you know, I unfortunately let my Amazon Luna uh, early access request. They actually granted it to me, and I didn't know because it went to my spam folder. <laughs> and then uh, someone at work was like, "Oh, I just got accepted." And I was like, "Oh, I totally forgot about that." And I seen it, and I'm like, "Oh!" <laughs> I click it. It's like you're a loser. We Amazon waits for no man. But uh, apparently, I, I think there was some deal with New World or something like that. If you got that, yeah, New World's the that. Amazon MMO. So I think yeah. I already paid for it, so I could get into that alpha a while ago. Um, How much? It, uh, Sixty bucks, probably. Okay, that's okay. and it's going to be coming up again soon. We're going to get another one in like June or July. So yeah, before it comes out in August. Yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, I feel like we're be- we're, we're we're flogging dead horses right now. Uh, I touch I touch dead horses. I don't flog them. Fair. Um. All right. Thanks for listening to Talking with a Dad, your uh, favorite podcast. Uh, share it with your friends and family. Like it on the YouTube. Uh, it's on your favorite podcasting platforms. Check us out on twitter and shit although steve does all of that so i have no i have no vetted interest if you do it or not um yeah i gotta do some purging on our twitter you're right i gotta get rid of all these conservative people yeah dude it, i get notification for that shit all the time i'm literally gonna log out on my phone it's brutal um <laughs> join the discord if you want if you want to hang out and chat um yes. we're there so yeah thanks for listening